Night Whispers. It's a hobby. So what's yours? Resurrection. Night Whispers, October the 10th. The title of this Night Whisper is The Whispering Word. And your dream word, the word to focus on, is obey. The King James Version, Luke 21, 25 to 28, reads like this. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity. The sea and the waves roaring men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken and then they shall see the son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory when these things begin to come to pass then look up and lift up your heads for your redemption draweth nigh outside my window then tall and solid sentinel-like in standing and spreading its rich red fruit-laden branches used to be a whispering tree warding off witches and wafting its knowledge in the warm autumn wind a voice came slipping through the slight crack of my once ajarred window pane its ancient words landing with feather-like gentleness upon my listening ears then they said be ready they said look up for your salvation draweth nigh Miss Rowan, the ancient and scarlet-clad woman of autumn, is now ready to speak her secrets to all who shall take the time to listen. I remember musing on this night whisper in the autumn day of 2008, when the global financial crash was already beginning to bite. It took some time for the tidal wave to reach all of our inlands, but the outcome was sure even then the world would never be the same again. And soon, the tsunamiest repercussions of all our gaudy greed would wet the lowland waiting fields, and though some would never wipe their face again, still, even so, amidst the shocking turmoil, talked up on all the 24-hour astonish and fear-filled news channels of the time, there was not one head that was turned to God, not one eye that looked up, and not one mouth that cried to God for help. My goodness, even the church sat stupefyingly quiet, saucer-eyed and gormless, twitching toddler-like in its dung-filled nappy, sucking on a yellow plastic hammer. It had nothing to say. For what could it say? It had regressed into an imbecilic infancy a long, long time ago, when in its old and aged worldly wisdom, it had rejected the revolution of repentance, and scolded scripture for its brashness, and took on both inoffensive safety as its not-so-young nanny, and then hired this mocking virgin of acceptant spirituality to lie between its sheets, and keep it warm in its old and cold, now most impotent of feet. You see, a church without a scriptural centre is sterile, old and wrinkly and full of rotting balls. It's ready to die. 
and the death of this Western Church is what we are witnessing today. And good riddance, yes, I say good riddance to it, for what value to a lost world is an open, legged and compromised nonsense church, except it spread the STD of a self-righteous and virtue-signalling pox to everybody. Good riddance to it. The banquet of the rowan tree, the bird catcher, is still standing sentinel outside that window, and it still fills the bellies of hungry autumn birds with orange flesh and rich seedlings all wrapped in small coal-coloured black jackets. These same full birds, when on their travels of speaking testimony to the goodness of God, will, quite naturally, fertilizingly deposit the rowan seeds into the waiting arches of other trees, high crags, weather-split rocks, and all the other hard-to-reach and impossible places of the earth. The seeds carry in with them all the possibilities of a future rich and red in goodness. Taking root in unusual places, then, these new small and sprouting fresh trees, these so-called flying rowans, will become even more mythical and valuable in their prowess and their power. Revealed secrets, you see, implanted words when they produce a crop in the most unlikeliest of places, take on a miraculous power of their own. The ancients knew this. We have forgotten it. The Bible is a rowan tree that whispers its secrets to all who hungrily sit beneath its rich and hanging red fruit-bending boughs. The Word of God is a seed to be planted, a red fruit to be sought after, all full of orange sun and friend, I tell you, its squeezed juices when mingled with our daily wine shall make us very glad indeed. To all who love the Lord, then, and also long for his appearing, I say that now, yes now, more than any other time, is the time to sit beneath his rowan tree word and listen to his whispers, for he's coming soon, and there are things you need to know. Get back to the scriptures right now, and go plant its seed in all the impossible places of the earth. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Listen. A word came to me in secret, a mere whisper of a word, but I heard it clearly. It came in a scary dream one night, after I had fallen into a deep, deep sleep. Dread stared me in the face, and terror. I was scared to death. I shook from head to foot. A spirit glided right in front of me. The hair on my head stood on end. I couldn't tell what it was that appeared there. A blur. And then I heard a muffled voice. How can mere mortals be more righteous than God? How can humans be purer than their creator? Why, God doesn't even trust his own servants, doesn't even cheer his angels. So how much less these bodies composed of mud, fragile as moths. These bodies of ours are here today and gone tomorrow, and no one even notices, gone without a trace. When the tent stakes are ripped up, the tent collapses. We die, and are never the wiser for having lived. Job chapter 4, 12 to 21, The Message. Pray with me, please. Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I shall keep it to the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep your law. Indeed, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Make me walk in the path of your commandments, for I delight in it. Incline my heart to your testimonies, and not to covetousness. Turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things, and revive me in your way. Establish your word to your servant, he who is devoted to fearing you. Turn away my reproach, which I dread, for your judgments are good. Behold, 
I long for your precepts. Revive me in your righteousness. And all God's people said, Amen. Hi, it's Victor Robert Farrell here. Support us today by getting your latest copy of Night Whispers from nightwhispers.com. That's nightwhispers.com.